0: Good morning, and welcome to worship at Grace United Church. My name is Sarah Brewer, and I'm delighted to be here in ministry with you this fall. This morning, we gather to celebrate our congregation's anniversary. Of course, you don't need me to tell you that how we do that in the midst of a global pandemic has to look a whole lot different than we are used to. We thank you for your continued cooperation with the precautions we're following when we gather in an effort to keep ourselves and our community as safe as possible. One of the ways we are celebrating our congregation's anniversary this year is with the baptism of Chloe Dracovich. Chloe is the great-granddaughter of Betty Duncan, a family connection to this community of faith that spans nearly a century. In keeping with the pandemic precautions, Chloe was baptized here yesterday. In keeping with the United Church theology that says baptism belongs in the context of public worship, that service was recorded so that we could join it through our worship. This morning by video. Our ability to offer ministry in this place for more than a century is thanks to the generosity of people like us throughout that time. And so we begin today with a brief update from our Treasurer, George.
1: Hello everyone. Donna I hope you, your family, and your friends are doing well during these uncertain times. I wanted to take a few minutes to bring you up to date with regards to our 2021 financial position. Since the beginning of the pandemic in March 2020, we have continued to keep all staff employed. Staff found ways to continue with their their programs and keep everyone informed. We finished 2020 with a surplus of $13,000 with the help of the government wage subsidy program. As you are aware during the first part of 2021, we went through numerous shutdowns with restrictions Restricted use of our church for services, activities, rentals, and fundraising. With the donations for church operations, as well as mission and service, have all been affected. We did have the benefit of receiving funds from the federal government under the wage subsidy program, and we did qualify for most of the year. Unfortunately, income has not covered all our expenses, and as of August 31st, 2021, we have a deficit of $14,000. At this time, we... St- still do not have an indication as to when we can return to full use of our church. We are allowing some rentals and there are stringent COVID requirements in place. We can have in-person worship at this time, but with a 25% capacity. There's no socializing before the services begin and no singing permitted during the services. We can socialize outdoors after the service. However, this depends on the weather. With the current fourth wave, we don't yet know if we can continue meeting or will there be new restrictions. Time will tell. We will not qualify for any additional government financial assistance for the balance of 2021. And the current program ended on September 30th, 2021. We'll have to wait for the next parliament to convene to see if any new financial assistance programs will be put in place. At this time, we're looking for your financial assistance to help us reduce the current deficit as well as ensuring we do not have a deficit at the end of the year your donations between now and december 31st will help ensure that we can continue to offer high quality ministerial and administrative services checks can be mailed to grace united church at 310 12th street hanover ontario n4n1v6 or can be dropped off at the church e-transfers can be sent to grace UC at whiteman.ca or to treasurer at graceunitedhanover.ca. There is also a donate to grace button on our website at www.graceunitedhanover.ca. We thank you for your ongoing support for Grace United Church. God bless.
0: We know that the church is not the only organization struggling with the impact of the pandemic. As we heard at our World Food Sunday service last week, the use of food banks in Canada has increased since the start of COVID. To help address that reality, we're holding a food drive at church this month, and we invite you to bring some non-perishable products with you when you come to worship. If you aren't going to be here on a Sunday morning, you can also phone or email the church office to make arrangements to drop your contributions off during the week. This morning, we also have an invitation to share with you via video from the Affirming Committee in our congregation. Good morning, I'm Adam Olivero, Chair of the Affirming Committee at Grace United Church in Hanover, Ontario. I'm here this morning to invite you to A Step Towards Affirming, a tri-regional Zoom virtual gathering for the Horseshoe Falls, Antler River Watershed, and Western Ontario Waterways regions. It's on Saturday, November the 6th, 2021 at 10 a.m. and it'll be from about 10 a.m. till 12 noon. And we're going to talk a lot about the affirming process. There will be time for an open discussion group as well, optional chat time, and some time for worship too. So I invite everybody watching and the Grace United family and the extended family to attend. For more information, you can call Kathy Douglas at 519-441-0656 to get the Zoom link and for more information. Thank you. Good
2: morning, this is our minute for mission, Growing Stronger Together, Mena's Story. Mena Bay's mother died when she was a baby and Mena never went to school. When she was just 10 years old, her father married her off to an older man. By 16, she had a child. A few years after the birth of her daughter, her husband died. When she returned to her maternal home, Mena was married off again. After a few years of this marriage, Mena became a widow again. Single, she faced extraordinary stigma. Approximately 2.18 million single women like Mena live in the state of Rajasthan, India. Whether they are widowed, divorced, or single and never been married, these women are deemed incomplete and a disgrace to their families. As a result, many live lives marked by stigma, fear, and violence, simply for not being married. In 1986, the United Church of Canada partnered with ASHA Staston, an organization that empowers marginalized individuals to advocate for their needs. In 1999, Ashta Sandsten launched the Association of Strong Women Alone, which your mission and service gifts support. Immediately, 450 single women joined. Today, there are more than 70,000 members. ASWA's approach is simple. Create a safe space for single women to come together and get the knowledge and necessary skills to improve their lives. The association has made all the difference for Mena. She can now read and write and is empowering other women to become illiterate. Because of her leadership, 35 women have enrolled in adult learning. All of them now have grade eight certificates. What's more, the generational cycle of illiteracy has been broken. Mena's daughter can not only read and write, but is also teaching others to do the same. Your mission and service gifts empower other women, like Mena to be agents of change within their community. Thank you for your generosity.
0: The very Reverend Stan McKay made history as the first Indigenous person to lead the United Church of Canada serving as moderator from 1992 to 1994. In his, this role, he was instrumental in the early days of the journey towards right relationship with indigenous people in the United Church. As a spiritual leader, Stan has consistently sought ways to build bridges between Christian beliefs Story and indigenous teachings, believing there is more to unite us than to divide. Stan was born into an extended family on Fisher River Cree Nation, where he attended the Fisher River and Birtle Indian Residential Schools. He then graduated from the University of Winnipeg's Faculty of Theology in 1971, and has been offering leadership in the church ever since, specifically in training and supporting indigenous ministers and in helping non-Indigenous people learn about the culture of, cultures of Indigenous people. In my training for ministry at the Centre for Christian Studies, I was fortunate to benefit from Stan's teachings when he joined us as a guest facilitator, and when we shared learning circles with the Indigenous Ministry students at what was then called the Dr. Jesse Soto Centre. I have since forgotten many of Stan's words but one quote has stuck with me and it was in reference to a fussy baby. Stan said, please don't worry that your baby is fussy. We need that child among us. A gathering without a child present is incomplete. And so we give thanks this weekend that we have a baby with us for baptism into our community of faith. Yet as we remind Chloe that she is a beloved child of God, we lament that colonization past and present in our country has frequently suggested that indigenous children here be treated less than beloved children of God. Children like our former moderator, Stan, were removed from their families and communities to grow up in residential schools. So as we begin our time together today, we remember that we are here on land that first belonged to the Haudenosaunee, the Anishinaabe, the Ojibwe, and Métis peoples. And we recommit ourselves to the work of truth and reconciliation so that we can help to ensure a future where each and every child of this land will know that they are beloved by us all. May it be so. Amen.
2: May the light of Christ shine brightly in our lives and all around us. Amen. Friends,
0: we come to hear the story of God's faithfulness to past generations but we also look to the future as well as to the past. The God who was with our ancestors is with us as well. This is our hope. Whatever else fails, God remains faithful. Nothing can separate us from the love of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. God of Eternity, we gather today grateful for the past. We think back to those who first had a vision of a church in this place, to those who gave of their labor, their treasure, their time to build this community of faith. God of Eternity, we gather today living in the present, We give thanks for this community of faith today, where people gather for worship, community, learning, and service. We trust that as we gather here today, you are with us as always. God of eternity, we gather today hopeful for the future, Just as you have been with your people for thousands of years, we know that you will continue to be with the children of today and of tomorrow. God of eternity, as we gather today, we give thanks for your enduring and endless love. Amen. We come to this font seeking the life-giving waters of baptism. We bring with us all our hopes and dreams for our children and for ourselves. As we gather, we remember these words from the story of our faith. People were bringing little children to Jesus for him to lay his hands upon and say a prayer. The disciples tried to turn them away, but Jesus said to his friends, let the children be and do, just don't stop them from coming to me, for it is to such as these that the kingdom of heaven belongs. Then Jesus laid his hands on the children and blessed them in baptism, we lay our hands on God's children and welcome them into the family of faith in Jesus' name. We celebrate that they come to us as gifts of God, and we rejoice in the beauty of their own unique personhood.
3: On behalf of the Congregation of Grace United Church, I present Chloe Louisa Drzewicz, a child of Leisha Bragg, and Michael Drzewicz for initiation in the family of Christ through the sacrament of baptism.
0: This is a community of faith. In baptism, we share our faith and follow God's call. So today, I ask you, Michael and Laisha, as Chloe's parents, do you believe in God, source of love, in Jesus Christ, love incarnate, and in the Holy Spirit, love's power? Yeah. Do you promise to resist evil and to live with love and justice in our world? You. Will you join with your friends in this community of faith to celebrate God's presence, to live with respect and creation, and to love and serve others? Friends, as witnesses and participants in this sacrament, we celebrate the grace of God revealed in Chloe and honored among us through the sacrament of baptism. And so I invite you all to join me with the words on the screen as we pledge our support and our care to this family. We commit ourselves anew this day to being a community of faith where all can find a loving welcome. We offer Chloe and her parents our love, support, and care today and always. And let us join together in the United Church Creed. We are not alone. We live in God's world. We believe in God who has created and is creating, who has come in Jesus, the Word made flesh, to reconcile and make new, who works in us and others by the Spirit. We trust in God we are called to be the church, to celebrate God's presence, to live with respect in creation, to love and serve others, to seek justice and resist evil, to proclaim Jesus crucified and risen, our judge and our hope. In life, in death, in life beyond death, God is with us. We are not alone. Thanks be to God. May God be with us. God is here among us. We feel joy in our hearts. It's good to share joy with one another and with God. We are a people of water. Love like a rain shower awakens the sleeping seed within the soul and lures it to blossom. Love, like a wading pool, inspires the delight of children jumping, splashing, spraying each other, shivering with joy. Love, like a hot shower after a long day's work, cleanses and reawakens us. Love, like little drops of water, dripping from fingertips to forehead, reminding us of God's amazing love for each one of us. As water is poured into our font, we give thanks for God's love that reaches out to us as we join our hearts to welcome Chloe into our family of faith. Now, may God's spirit be upon us and what we do, that this water be a sign of new life in Christ, whose path we follow, amen. Do you like the water, Chloe? Do you like the water? Whoops. We're gonna play in the water in a minute. Laisha and Michael, do you desire to have Chloe baptized into this Christian community? And do you accept the responsibility of acting and speaking on her behalf? Will you teach Chloe to honor the faith questions that belong to her throughout her life? Will you help her to learn from the wisdom of those who have gone before her and to find her place in the mission and witness of Christ's church? Will you join with Chloe to discover the wonder of God's love made manifest this day? You want in the water, don't you? You can reach in. Do you want to reach in? Yeah, there you go. There it is. Oh, it's good, isn't it? Chloe, we baptize you. In the name of God, the Father, whose arms are open wide. And in the name of Jesus, God's Son, who teaches us how to love. And in the name of God, the Holy Spirit, whose wings will keep you safe. Chloe, we bless you in the name of God, the Mother, whose arms will hold you close And in the name of God, the child who walks with you all of your days. And in the name of God, the Holy Spirit, whose wings will carry you to places you can only begin to dream of. We mark you with the sign of the cross, Chloe, so the world will know and you will never forget that you are a beloved child of God. Welcome, little sister. Do you want to grab the candle? Chloe, receive this light to remind you of your baptism and the spark of God's abiding presence that lives within you.
3: Chloe, we offer you this prayer shawl stitched together with the love of this congregation as a reminder that we will always be here for you.
0: Normally, we would bring the baby around to meet all of you, but we can't do that. So let's just give her a round of applause and show her our love.
3: Scripture, a letter for Timothy, 2 Timothy 1, 1 1-14, Season of the Spirit. The cell was dark and cold. Paul sat in the corner with a small oil lamp and a bit of papyrus. It was not easy to get parchment to write on. So he had spent the better part of the day thinking carefully about the letter he was going to write to Timothy. Paul had been ill for some time now, and every day he grew more tired and weak. Serving Christ was a joy for Paul, but it was not easy to be a follower, and now he was paying the price, locked inside a cell, lonely and sick. Paul didn't know how much longer he could live this way. The last time he tried to get word to Timothy, he had asked him to come and visit him. He had so much he wanted to tell him, teach him, and writing was getting more and more difficult. He also wanted to hug Timothy to see his strong and happy face one last time. But there had been no word from him, and now Paul knew That with his time running short, he needed to write him one last inspired letter. After much praying and thinking, he was ready to begin. Paul coughed, massaged his cold, stiff hands above the oil lamp, dipped his sharpened reed into thick black ink, and began. I, Paul, a teacher for Christ by the will of God, Write to my beloved Timothy, I wish you grace, mercy, and peace. Every night, just before I go to sleep, I pray. As I pray, I think of you and how grateful I am for you. I think of your sincere faith, a faith that has been passed down from your grandmother, Lois, to your mother, Eunice, and now lives in you. I long to see you to explain this in person, but for now, this letter will have to do. Remember that feeling when we prayed together and I laid my hand on your shoulder? That feeling of deep faith and wonder. I want you to remember it always and continue to rekindle that feeling. God didn't give us a spirit of fear, but rather a spirit of power and love and self-discipline. Don't be embarrassed by these feelings or the fact that I, who share them, am in prison. We had both been called by the grace of God to share the stories of Jesus, and even though it is because I answered this call that I am now in prison and suffer as I do, I am not ashamed. I put my trust in God, serve the best I can, and teach all who are willing to hear. Just like I have been teaching you, Timothy, I have given you all the lessons that have been entrusted to me by God, and now they are yours as well. Remember them and share them in the faith and love we find in Jesus. Our faith is a gift, Timothy. Please take care of it and let God's Spirit help you share it with anyone who will listen. Paul straightened up as a teardrop fell and blurred a bit of his last sentence. He had so much more to say, but it would have to wait. It was late and he was tired. He turned down the wick of the lamp and closed his eyes, praying to God and remembering warmly his dear young friend Timothy. May we hear spirit? May we hear wisdom for today from the story in our faith tradition?
0: In our Bible story for today, we heard a part of a letter from the apostle Paul to a young man named Timothy. So for my reflection this weekend, I've decided to frame it as an open letter from me to little Chloe on the occasion of her baptism. I pray that the words within it and the thoughts they inspire in all of our hearts will be a faithful reflection of God's will for all of our lives. Amen. Dear Chloe, this weekend, your family and friends gathered to celebrate your baptism. Your baptism is a time for us to celebrate and remember that you are a beloved child of God. In remembering that this is true for you, we also remember that it is true for each and every one of us none of us need to be baptized for God to love us. Baptism is more about our commitment to love God in return. Of course, you'll need to grow up a bit before you're old enough to make a commitment like that for yourself. So for now, your parents have promised to support you on your faith journey. And later, when you are older, we hope that you will decide for yourself to continue your faith journey through the Ritual of Confirmation. You see, Chloe, even though we have just met and you are still so little, one thing I've learned about you already is that this Christian faith tradition is in your DNA. Here, to celebrate with you, are three earlier generations of your family who all share a connection to this community of faith that we call Grace United Church. Shortly after you were born this summer, your grandma Louise came by the church to talk about your baptism, and she told me about her involvement here at Grace United Church especially when your mom was a little girl. When I called your mom to talk about your grandma's idea, she also told me about going to Sunday school and being confirmed here at Grace United Church. Also, Chloe, I happened to phone your great-grandma, Betty, earlier this fall, and she too told me about her involvement in this church through the years. So in addition to the commitment your parents have made to support you in your journey of faith, it's my hope that your extended family will also share their stories of faith with you as you grow. Someday too, I hope that you in turn will share your faith stories with the generations that will follow you. Now, Chloe, because you were born during a pandemic, your baptism looks different than some of us are used to. Your family, friends, and a few church people gathered here with you for your baptism on a Saturday because of capacity limits in the church. On Sunday, some of the congregation are sharing in your baptism through a video from the service on Saturday when we gather for our per- service in person. And the rest of the congregation will join you later by watching the video on TV or through YouTube. So one thing you won't know is that your baptism took place within the context of this year's anniversary service for Grace United Church, which we also can't celebrate in the way we normally would. That means that your baptism in its unusual way is a significant part of the way we are celebrating the anniversary this year. Here at Grace United Church, our roots go back to 1857 when Reverend Jock George established a Methodist church in Hanover. The sanctuary where some of us are gathered today was built as a Methodist Church in 1900, which then became part of the United Church when several denominations came together in 1925. So for more than 150 years, people like your family have gathered here to worship God, to learn in Sunday school, to sing in a choir to work with groups like the Mance Committee, to volunteer at fundraisers, and to care for one another and our wider community. Chloe, even a global pandemic hasn't been able to stop the people here at Grace from being the church. We continue to worship together online and on TV when we couldn't be together in person. Adults have gathered for study groups on Zoom. People were matched up with pen pals so they could stay connected to someone else in the church. Youth learned to play the ukulele together online and outdoors. The Craft Plus group moved their meetings outdoors to a local park. Committee meetings moved to Zoom. Initiatives like food drives have happened as an extension of our care for our community. And today, this weekend, here we are celebrating your baptism a little bit differently than we ordinarily would because we want you to grow up remembering that you are a beloved child of God. Also, Chloe, your baptism reminds all of us to have hope for the future. You remind us that just as God has been with us through our history and is with us now, even in the midst of a pandemic, God will continue to be with us in the future. Through people like your family passing their stories of faith along to you, and introducing you to this church that has meant so much to them in their lives you will grow into your own relationship with god by bringing your family t- by bringing you to us this weekend your family are reminding all of us your new church friends just as paul does in our bible story for today that we are all called to do the same. As a song many of us grew up singing in Sunday school goes, this little light of mine, this faith we found, is not something to hide under a bushel, but something we're called to let shine in the world around us. Speaking of our Bible story for today, I picked it for your baptism, Chloe, because you share a family connection to the faith tradition like Timothy. Yet I also hope that it will remind you and all of us that faith being passed down from one person to another to another is not just something that's been happening over the hundred years of your family connection to this church, or even the more than 150 years since this congregation was started, but for thousands of years. Throughout that time, it has continued to evolve and grow, yet throughout it all, one thing has remained constant, God's love for each and every one of us. Thank you, Chloe, for reminding us of that by sharing your baptism with us this weekend. Now, Chloe, you and I might never meet again, but I want you to know that I'll be praying for you so that you grow into the person God has created you to be in this world. Likewise, This congregation might not see you all that often because you currently live a few hours away, but they will continue to pray for you. No matter where your life might take you, know that you can always come home to this church where you will be loved just as you are, whoever you may become. And when you're not here with us, don't ever forget that God's love will be with you always. With love and blessings from your sister in Christ, Sarah. Amen. Let us pray. Eternal God, you who were before all things, you who are with us still and who will be forevermore. We are grateful for your enduring love. Oh God, we thank you especially for seeing us through this past year in our life as a congregation. Even in moments when we felt disappointed and frustrated You have shown us a way through, and we are grateful. Thank you for each and every person who considers themselves to be part of this community of faith. Thank you especially for the many who volunteer and who've demonstrated great resilience and creativity to guide us through this difficult year. Thank you also for our staff for Laurel, Yuki, Beth, Randy, Sally, Heather, and McCall, who have all gone above and beyond to see us through a challenging year. Bless us all, this community of faith together, as we step into a new year in the life of this congregation. Loving and beloved God, we ask your blessing as well today on the newest member of our congregation, little Chloe. As she continues to grow into the person you call her to become in this world, be with her. We pray too for Chloe's parents, Michael and Laisha, as they seek to nurture and support their child. In whatever challenges may come their way as a family, be with them. Spirit of gentleness, we know all too well that challenges in life are real. This week we lift up in our prayers friends who are sick or recovering from surgeries, friends who are grieving the death of a loved one, friends who are struggling to stay warm as the days grow colder, the children of this congregation and community. We ask all of this, trusting in your love and the example of Jesus, joining together now with the words of prayer that he taught us as we say, our creator in whom is heaven forever and ever. Amen. For all that God can do within us, for all that God can do without us, thanks be to God. For all in whom Christ lived beside us, for all in whom Christ lives, for all in whom Christ lived before us, For all in whom Christ lives beside us, thanks be to God. For all the Spirit wants to bring us, for where the Spirit wants to guide us, thanks be to God. Friends, we go now to follow God's Spirit and to be the hands and feet of Christ in our world today knowing that as we do, God is with us. We are not alone. Thanks be to God. Amen.